Please be advised, nothing in this podcast should be taken as therapy, medical care, or mental health care advice. Topics discussed by the host and guests reflect their own personal experiences and are not intended to replace the services of medical or mental health professionals. And please know, if you are having any thoughts of self-harm or taking your own life, please call or text 988. Help is available 24-7. Welcome to Episode 7 of We All Have Something. Thank you all for being here. As we move along through, we've done a whole week's worth of episodes back-to-back every single day. And today ends that back-to-back daily schedule. Tomorrow, we officially kick into our every Wednesday episode release with an interview with a fellow coach, which I think you'll find very interesting. They come from the education side of things. And so I hope you enjoyed that episode that comes out tomorrow. But before we start talking about today's episode, let's roll the intro music, shall we? I'm Rick Schwartz, life coach, public speaker, and all-around curious guy. My curiosity, my life, and the lives of the many people I have worked with have taught me time and time again that there are challenges to overcome and successes to celebrate. You're listening to We All Have Something, a podcast about the human experience, a podcast about celebrating our authentic self. So let's get started. Just in case you missed the title of this particular episode, we're talking about the fear of success. And I will be the first to admit, when I first heard this term back when I was in college, I was like, what? It it did not make sense to me. Why would you fear success? That seems like something you want to run towards, not run away from. And I will fully admit, I was a bit naive in my college years. Uh, For me, it was always just moving towards things that I found enjoyable that I could do as a career. I did not have any solid goals per se around my career other than if I wasn't enjoying myself, I need to find something else to do. That odd little perspective or attitude allowed me to experience quite a bit of success in my career over 30 some years and and continues to this day. And I can say in the last four or five years, I have been able to refine now by setting goals and being able to look at what would I mark as successful. And everyone, let's start off there. I'll just pump the brakes right there. Success is defined by the individual. Some people will allow others to define success for them. And that might be those people posing with Lamborghinis and the fancy watches and going on vacations all the time, traveling all over. In someone's eyes, they might, oh, that person's so successful. That's what I want. But the reality is when you dig down, success for you is not necessarily what the influencers or other people are posting online. That might look like a fun, extravagant life, but you're only seeing small percentages. You don't get to see all the hard work and everything else that's going behind them to get to that point or the expense to get into that point. So success for you might be just having time with your family. Success for you might be raising well-adjusted children into adults. Success for you might be having a quiet cabin in the woods just to yourself with no one to bother you. Or living in the big city and having a great fun time with all your friends and loud noises and everything else. Success is different for everyone. So I want to I want to mention that right now up front. That being said, a lot of us have goals and dreams. And to be successful in those means, we have to work hard at them. We have to change things that we're doing now to get there. And that's really what this episode is about. So First of all, let's just discuss something that I talked about in the very first episode of this podcast back in season one. The very first episode was procrastination. One of the things that I unearthed there by researching procrastination was the concept of present bias, meaning we can't always project forward our future selves. So when it comes into play for procrastination, it's like, well, why would I work on something now that's going to benefit somebody I don't even associate with or recognize? That procrastination kicks in because we feel like if I do the work now, I'm not going to get a reward for it. 
we can consciously acknowledge that, yes, if I do this work now, my future self benefits, I am my future self. But subconsciously, that present bias kicks in and we're like, that dude over there is going to get success. I don't even know who he is. And that is present bias. That is us being biased to our present self. Therefore, when we also look at the challenges of, you know, are, is success scary? Do we fear success? Present bias also kicks in for that as well, because the success we envision, what does it look like to be successful? What does it mean when I achieve these goals? We can't always associate ourselves with that. That's not me. That's not for me. I'm not experiencing that. That's that's someone else who's going to be doing that and experiencing that. So we disassociate then from even the ability to really understand we can be successful, again, for whatever success is defined for you. I came across this quote from Bob Proctor. I thought it was really interesting and very applicable here. He's got a very interesting position on this, and it made me go, huh. (laughs) He says, I don't believe people are afraid of success. What they are afraid of is accepting responsibility. Ooh, right? Interesting. He goes on to say, they are afraid if they commit to something and they don't make it happen, what are they going to look like to others? So he then takes it a step further. It's not a fear of success. It's a self-image problem, he says. They don't believe they can do what they say they're going to do, so they won't and don't want to take responsibility. So he goes on to say, he wraps this up with, that success is the progressive realization of a worthy idea. Success has very little to do with the goal. It has everything to do with the direction you're moving. So that last part there is like, yeah, okay, I get that. Success has to do with the direction you're moving, not much with the goal. You know, how do you measure certain things that we could say were successful? Yeah, sure, you got a fancy car. Or yeah, you're living in that cabin in the woods. Or again, whatever success is for you. Maybe success for you is just getting that certain position that you've always dreamed of doing or being able to support yourself doing your artwork or writing a book. In a sense, what he says there at the top of that quote, though, is that it's the accountability. It's a, what if I fail? It's that fear of not being able to. Like, if I tell everybody what I'm planning on doing and I'm not successful at it, it's not so much that I am fearful of the success as I'm fearful of if it doesn't work out as planned, what will others think of me? And the other side of that is, too, others will say, it's, it's quite well known, that there is a fear of success. That is that fear of the unknown. That fear of stepping into a space I've never been to before, which is this version of success, that can be scary as well. And the reality is, fear as we move forward is normal. Change has many unknowns, and unknowns can create fear in us. That is part of the process we work through uh, when, when I'm working with a client. It is they are stuck in a rut that they know that doesn't serve them. They're stuck in behaviors and routines and habits that don't serve them. They know life can offer more and they want more, but they, they can't move. Is that a fear of success or is it a fear of change? It could be viewed as either. They could be together. They may not be mutually exclusive. It could be a nice couple there, fear of change, fear of success. So even if we're stuck in a routine, a relationship, a job, anything that doesn't serve us well, we habitually want to stay there because it's predictable. We know what's going to happen when the boss blows up at us. We know what, what's going to happen when the spouse comes home from work and going to have this argument or whatever it may be. Even though it's painful, it hurts and it makes us sad, we stick with it because we know when it's going to happen. To step out of that into the unknown could be just as painful and hurtful and sad, or it could be better. But that or, that risk, the unknown prevents us from taking the next step to make the change. The reality is when we look at it from that point, 
If you're experiencing fear or feeling scared to move forward, to reach your full potential, to reach out towards your goals, to change your life, to have an experience and success, that's actually a good thing. It's a good sign to have that fear because it means you're making changes. You're moving beyond where you've been to move into a space that's unknown, and that's where success happens. We take those risks. We experience change. We create change. So you're like, okay, great, Rick. Uh, What do I do if I have this fear of success or possibly fear of change that you're talking about? First of all, acknowledge that fear is part of the process. Embrace that. We, I think just as a a culture in general, and I think just maybe the nature of how we're we're made as as a living creature, fear is something to try and avoid. Fear is a warning sign that something bad could happen. But a lot of times, the fear we create in our mind is not real. The old acronym, false evidence appearing real, F-E-A-R, fear, false evidence appearing real. So give yourself permission to move forward into the fear. This builds your skills and discipline in being able to work under the conditions that might be challenging for you as you work through the hard stuff. So as fear comes up in the future, then you know you can face it. An example would be if you've ever gone for a workout, a friend convinces you to go for a run and you haven't gone for a run in ages, or go take a workout class and you haven't done that in a long time. The next couple of days after, about 24 hours, 48 hours later, suddenly you're stiff and it hurts and, it's, and you're sore. But if you keep at it, you keep going... Not only can you run further over time without pain or continue to do these exercise classes and more without pain, you start to actually push yourself further then. So this works because your body adapts. It gets accustomed to the pressures you're putting it under and it adapts and is able to then change and grow into the pressures that you're putting on it with running or physical fitness of some sort. The same is true. That's the analogy basically because the same is true when it comes to dealing with fear. If you keep avoiding it, you'll never grow and be able to adapt to dealing with it. If you keep avoiding it, shying away from it, not moving towards it, not embracing it, then you never build up the muscles, quote unquote muscles, the emotional and mental stability and ability to deal with it when it comes up again. Imagine if, imagine the scenario that you want to take a risk and you want to make a change in your life and, and you're afraid and you, you experience the fear and you're like, ha. Huh, I know that that's just false evidence appearing real. I know I'm going to move through that and I'm going to experience something great. So here I go. No hesitation. Wouldn't that be freaking awesome? I would love that. And that comes in time though. The more often that you are able to face the fears that show up and go, okay, I see you. I got you. This is going to be like, hold my breath and run through the fire, but I'm going to do it. And on the other side of that is is your success. On the other side of that is your success. On the other side of that is your opportunities. Does it possibly occur that you hold your breath and run through the flames to only find yourself faced with another wall of flames? Sure, that can absolutely happen. But you just ran through one, didn't you? And you're fine. So do it again. See what I'm saying? Just do it again. Just do it again. It doesn't matter. And if you look around and there are people that you're worried are are judging you or saying, aha, you didn't make it. See, ha, ha, you're still dealing with that stuff. Those people aren't your friends anyways. Those people don't belong in your inner circle. Those people, if they're related to you, can be put at arm's length and you don't need to listen to them. This is your life. So when it comes to the concept of fear of success, one of the main things that we discuss in the ULA coaching that I do is the idea of ready, set, go. And that's how we we deal with a lot of the things that are blocking us in general, fear being one of them. And fear of success is a great example of that. That we have these ideas, we want to implement, we want to do things, we want to change our life, we want to start our small business, write our book, do poetry, start photography, your small business, whatever it may be, leave the big corporate job that you know is safe or something that might be a little bit riskier, but you know you're going to be happier. 
whatever it may be for you, getting out of the bad relationship, uh, changing the way you live your life so you can have financial freedom, deciding to go on that big trip that you've always been afraid to book because you've never traveled before, any of those, we call it Ready, Set, Go. And what Ready, Set, Go is in the ULA framework that I coach and I work through, and I use this myself, by the way, acknowledge what is in the way. What's the fear? What's the blocker? So that's your ready. When you say ready, acknowledge what is it. I'm afraid that if I quit this corporate job with benefits that I hate and take a lower paying job that might be harder to get benefits for, or maybe it's just lower pay or whatever it may be, I'm just afraid that I'm not going to be able to make it financially. I won't be able to, to do my budget or it's a big risk. You know, I've been with this corporation for, you know, 20 some years, another, another 15 and I'll have this great pension but it's 15 years of misery, but I'm going to suck it up for the pension or quit for a job that may not have as big of a pension, but you're going to really enjoy life. Acknowledge what that fear is. What is it? Acknowledge that it exists. When you get to set then, you're going to set this all in place. Really picture, what does my life look like? Using this work analogy I just mentioned, what does my life look like if I stay at this job I hate for the next 10 to 15 years to get that pension? What does Monday through Friday look like to me? What does it weigh on me that my boss treats me the way that my boss does? What does my every single weekend look like? And in between those weekends, five days a week, I'm dealing with this stuff. Then additionally, add on to that. What does my life look like if I push through this fear? If I take the step into the unknown and become successful, what does that look like? Where Monday through Friday, I'm loving life. My job is so fun. It doesn't even feel like work. That I have weekends, but I mean, I'm not living for the weekends anymore. I do get vacations, but yeah, that's cool. Extra spiff. I love what I do. I'm enjoying it. What does that look like? Yes, I'm making less money, so I have to sell my fancy car and get a less expensive car. Okay, let's talk about that. So that's ready and that's set. Go then. Take action. You know, there's a great scene in a movie that they share when we do Ulapaloosas. And it's, uh, I believe it's We Bought a Zoo. It's Matt Damon talking to his son. And it talks about 20 seconds of courage. And that's really what go is. Take 20 seconds of insane courage to overcome this fear. 20 seconds to go, I'm applying for that job. Here we go. I'm doing it. I'm applying for that job. 20 seconds to go, boss, I quit. I got this job at this other place. 20 seconds of courage to do what is right for you. And again, I'm going to just put a little asterisk here, using the job thing as, as an example. Have a plan first. Have a plan first. Don't get stuck in making the plan. Don't do that. Push through the fear and make this happen. But don't get stuck in making the plan. But make a plan. It's a good idea to have a plan. You don't just want to quit and then try for the job <laughs> that you really want. Try for the job you really want. Once you have that secure, then, then go ahead and let your boss know you're quitting. But yeah, the fear of success. Who would have thought? I, I definitely didn't when I was in college. thought that was crazy. And uh, it's just it's a very interesting concept. But again, it, when you start to break it down and you look at the realities of this present bias and how that can really impact our perception of our future self and the idea of then taking responsibility for taking action on trying to work towards whatever that success might look like. Yeah, that could be scary. I, I get that. That fear of success, that fear of responsibility, as Bob Proctor says, that is so impactful and so thoughtful and, and thought-provoking. And I hope that you found something of value in this episode and this concept of being afraid of success. Yeah, again, I, I had a hard time wrapping my head around it, but when you look at it, that concern of moving into the unknown, that concern and fear of what if I'm not successful, what other people say, that concern of having to have that responsibility now versus just staying put in neutral, 
I get it. I really get it. And I hope, like I said, that you found something of value in this. And maybe you know somebody in your life who could use this episode, who could listen to this and gain some perspective for themselves as well. Feel free to share it. By all means, this is how the podcast audience grows is by sharing it. I know a lot of you have already shared some of these episodes and I really appreciate it. With that said, I do want to mention next episode coming out tomorrow, we start going into the every Wednesday release. Tomorrow we have coach Colleen Picard, and she's a fellow ULA coach, but she comes at it from a very different side of things. I come from the animal behavior side of things, habits and all that stuff that we talk about all the time, and routines and how we get stuck in these these ruts and, and all of that stuff. She's coming out from an educator's perspective, and it's really a fascinating interview. I think you're really going to enjoy it. That comes out tomorrow, and again, we'll go to every Wednesday release from there. So with that said, do not forget to subscribe so you can keep up with all the new episodes that will be coming out. Also, we want to make sure that you go to my website. If you want to connect on social media, you can find me on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram primarily, but yes, on Twitter and TikTok, sometimes at Coach Rick Schwartz. Just search for that. You'll find me there or go to my website, CoachRickSchwartz.com. You'll find all the links for my socials there. And if anything we have discussed resonates with you and you feel like, hey, I could do some coaching on that, go to my website, CoachRickSchwartz.com. Like I mentioned, click on Discovery Call. Sign up for a free 30-minute call. We hop on Zoom together. We discuss what's going on, discuss my coaching. If we both agree, and we both have to agree that it's a good fit, that my coaching will serve you and you could use something from my coaching, we move forward from there as coach and client. If you decide, "Mm, not really a good fit, or I decide, "Mm, not really a good fit, no worries. 30-minute call for free, a little Zoom action. It's kind of fun. All right, so with that, I'm going to wrap it up. Thanks again for listening. As you know, I really do appreciate it. Have a good one, everybody. 